over 30 years of serving the Arizona homeowner. 13 years in a row ranking Arizona's best referral network. RosieOnTheHouse.com Protecting you, informing you, and educating you. It's Rosie on the House. The 9 o'clock hour is our On the House hour. We spend this hour talking about some portion of your home, castle, cabin, landscape, or garden that, uh, with one of our local experts. And on the house, we're actually going to be spending the time on the roof. We've got Canyon State Roofing in studio with us. Uh, Jim McLean and Robin Charland, y'all are one of the newer members to Rosie on the House. Welcome to the network. And I will get to the story about what, uh, how we got connected. But Jim, just start off talking a little bit about uh, your history, your background, and starting up a company. Okay. Well, thanks for thanks for having us. It's uh, we've been listening to Rosie on the House for for a, quite a few years. I know that. And you're the one, huh? Um, yeah. It's uh, <laughs> it's it, it's been fascinating uh, watching it because as being in construction, you know, all my life, and you know, worrying about you know uh, quality and and those types of things. So it's kind of refreshing to have have a, a voice out there that. Um, you know that 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 kind of shows people the right way, and that that uh, it's it's still out there. Quality's still out there, and and um, you know you guys you guys uh, you guys are really good at that. So so again, thanks. Um, I I've been I've been in this industry for well I'm 62, so no I'm 61. So You're 61. I'm 61. I forget. <laughs> it's going backwards now, but we uh, um, I've been doing this for probably 45 years, I guess, if I can go back and count. Um, I started uh, working in construction with uh, um, a friend of mine that was a general contractor back in the back in the late 70s, and we did work out at Luke uh, Luke Air Force Base when um things were really rolling out there back in you know back in the day if you will and uh we did everything from um, big construction to to um you know smaller roofs out there and uh that's that's where i kind of cut my teeth on on um uh, built the up, army barracks and the army barracks that were the old built-up roofs and they probably had uh it was probably cold tar uh, asphalt, and they probably and it was it was just nasty and hot. <laughs> um, so I kind of thought, well, I don't know if I like that or not, but but I stuck with it. I was young and you know just full of uh, you know what and vinegar, and and so um, anyway, um, I went off to the to the military, went off to the Marine Corps, spent uh, spent four years in the Marine Corps, came back. Uh, and I kind of had a had a, a decision to make whether I was going to be a heavy equipment operator or, or um, uh, in the roofing industry, and I and I leaned towards the roofing industry. Um, it uh, it was something that I, I thought through uh, at the time that I knew this was going to be you know needed for for the rest of our lives, and and I learned and I learned even back then, um, which was again many many years ago that that. Um, we needed something different in the industry. You know, I saw a, a lot of sloppiness in the in the uh, in the trades. A lot of um, other roofing contractors that were, you know, not uh, you know, not 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 doing the best work that should have been done. It can be easy to cut corners when you're standing it, on top of a roof, yep. Yep. asphalt product. And it's already 115 coming from above, mm-hmm. and it could be 130, 140, 150 under your feet. Yep. That, that, that can be a 
pretty easy spot to to give into the temptation to cut a few corners here and there. It, it, it absolutely is, and ironically enough, that we have a lot of customers now. So I guess you know, fast forward a little bit, and then I decided I'm gonna I, I wanted to be a contractor. So so again, I've I've been a contractor for you know twenty plus years, um, and and we have a lot of we have a lot of customers, uh, especially residential, that say, well, um, we want to get this work done, you know, before it gets hot. And well, well, thank you for that. But um, we're going to go. We, you know, we're, we go all year long. And I think, I think, uh, of course, it helps, and it's nice. This is a beautiful time of year. I'd, I'd much rather be out, you know, in it um, at this time of year or, or any time during the winter. But um, it, it is what it is. We go strong all year long. We just adjust our hours, of course. And um, um, in fact, most of uh, most of our uh, roofing materials perform better. Um, in, in, in more of a warm climate. So they're easier to install. Right, right. Easier to install and, and, and better, better coverage and, and things like that. So, and of course, every, everyone's different. So, and we, and we, and we do, uh, 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 we focus on, we focus on metal and tile and, and, and certain, um, uh, roofing materials. Uh, we don't do a lot of shingles. Um, we kind of leave that for the newer guys. Um, but we do a lot of higher end shingles. Um, we, we've, we've been doing this long enough to where I think we, we've, um, kind of carved up, um, a niche in, in, in more specialized, um, parts of the trade. Um, again, we, we, we do all of it. Um, but the industry has driven us, um, towards, well, metal roofing, um, concrete tile, uh, things like that. Uh, it's just the need is there. And that need is what actually brought us uh, looking for you guys because we, uh, all of our roofer contractors that we had in the Phoenix metro area, none of them wanted to do metal roof, but we've got listeners that had metal roofs that needed service or were looking at installing a metal roof or, uh, you know, that that service, that industry's out there. We didn't have somebody that we could refer them to. Mm-hmm. So we finally did the obvious and we turned around to our roofers and said, well, what, what do you do when you get a metal roofing call? And more than one of them said, well, we just send them to Johnson Roofing. So that's where we went. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we, it was, you know, it's where Canyon all the work State was. Roofing. I'm sorry, Canyon State Roofing. <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> Thank you, Rob, uh, Robin, for slapping me there. <laughs> uh, yeah, Canyon State We like roofing. Johnson, too. And, you know, and I, I even have something special for you guys. Um, when it comes to that, Gary will get it up in a, in a second. Um, it was something that actually y'all y'all created that we absolutely love but uh and in canyon state roofing when you have a a metal roof let's talk through that process who you know when you who are your metal roofing customers okay um robin do you want to choose so there's there's a lot of different types of metal out there Mm -hmm. so um i think it could be anything from an uh, a residential customer that that's looking for a very architectural, modern type of change on their roof, um, to somebody that wants a barn style corrugated metal. Um, metal roofing, I think, is is different than any other type of roofing out there in that it requires an artist's kind of craftsman type of eye versus. Okay, this is you know tile and your underlayment, and you you can you there's ten different ways to to do to do that rough, but with metal, it's an artist 
that's I that you, that you need. So I think our metal customers are going to be more artistic and more interested in in the architectural, the visual aspects of the roof. And the layout's a big factor. You know, you, you have these long rows of shingles that are 18 inches long. You can, you know, you might get a little fluctuation that you can straighten out as you're going. You get these big sheets of metal. You're out of plumb. Just a smile at the side on this side. By the time you get to the other end, mm -hmm. you know, that that's a... <laughs> You, you can't afford that variation. Right. Yeah, right. and 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 just for reference, I mean, uh, and and this may be may, may sound very basic, and 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 it kind of is in 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 our industry anyway. But most anybody that has um, some common sense can can do a shingle roof, right? There are some complicated ones that require some experience and that kind of thing. But most of the time, you can read the label on the shingle package. And, and you can do a shingle roof. Um, most of our other um, applications, especially metal, like you said, it's not it's it's very unforgiving. Um, like I said, if you're if you made a mistake at at, at when during the layout process, um, and and three hours later it, you've ran five panels, ten panels, guess what? You're taking off those panels all over again, and if you cut them. Um, you recut. It's expensive. Every every detail in metal uh, usually has two or three processes versus uh, shingles, for example, uh, a drip edge. You 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 uh, you lay the drip edge up there. You you nail it, and off you go. Um, with metal, you've first of all you got to check for plumb. Uh, you've got to put a starter on there. You got to put a cleat on there. Then you then you install the drip edge. Then you install another cleat on top of there. Then you run your panel. So it's it's complicated, and it it, it you have to think it through. Um, uh, you know, measure twice, cut once. Kind of <laughs> uh, goes goes a long ways in 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 metal roofing. And it's like Robin said, it's 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 artistry. It's it it really is a specialized trade. And 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 I guess you could uh, relate it to to finished carpentry versus a rough mm -hmm. carpenter. Um, you don't want to bring the rough car carpenter that, that you know that's that's putting these buildings up into to to put your um, cabinets you know, and crown molding. Yeah, you you just it it doesn't work that way. So so um, you know we we saw the need. Uh, I saw the need for sure a long time ago, and 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 really started working on that. And and that's why um, you know that's that's why that's probably our what one of our specialties anyway again we do we do you know all the other ones but but that's definitely our special our favorite if you will I, you know it i see a lot of metal roofs uh on my bike rides through on sunday morning in mm -hmm. some of the new builds it always seems counterintuitive to me why would you put a metal roof uh when you have a hot uh, summer climate coming up or hot summer climate every year is it so that's uh, you're asking does a metal roof make your house hotter. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No. So, no. <laughs> Definitely okay. not. It, it does. Thanks for it, clarifying it, that. It's yeah, and it's it's a misconception. Everybody thinks well, hot you know, hot metal roof, hot tin metal roof. Well, it's it, it, this this is going to be a little bit long winded, but I'll kind of keep it down. But I okay, mean, so let me do this. We got about thirty seconds. Okay. Uh, so 
save that for the back for side the of the commercial okay. break. We can do a lot here, but we can't stop the clock. It's Rosie on the house. And if you have a roofing question, you can join the conversation at one 767 4348 That's 1-888-ROSIE for you. To talk to Jim McLean. And uh, thank you for your service, Jim. Thank you. Appreciate that. Where you just have to wish to make it so. And that's where we are today, up on the roof. Jim McLean, Robin Charlin from Canyon State Roofing in studio with us. And, you know, you, I had cut you off, Jim, as we were uh, in that last segment. You were about to talk about the kind of the myth that a metal roof would make your house hotter, when in fact <clears throat> it does the exact opposite. Mm-hmm. We've got a a friend that – and, and I, I mean, this is – not going to apply to everybody. I mean, they had a straight roof, no hip, no ridge, just a perfectly rectangle house, big, long, and with uh, he extended the patio so that the roof now shaded his walls, and he put a metal roof on, and he said that cut his energy consumption by 30%. Yeah. Yeah, it's um, it, it really is a misconception. The, um, I think, I guess, the one one of the reasons to speak to what Gary was saying, I mean, <clears throat> it's beautiful. That's that's the I think the the primary reason why people have a tendency to go to to metal roofs. They're they're beautiful. They they change a an older looking house. Um, I, I I guess Arcadia is probably one of the best areas I can speak to. You know, you've got first of all a beautiful beautiful neighborhood. Um, big nice houses, but they want to modernize them. So they take old shingles off, shakes, things like that, and they want to modernize them. So they put a, a very contemporary, if you will, um, a metal roof on. And um, it's it's the reflectivity of of the metal um, and and heat transfer that really makes it a, an efficient system. Um, if you were to imagine an asphalt shingle that sits out in the heat all day long, or a, or even Let a concrete a tile, yeah. yeah, a concrete tile that absorbs all that heat, right? And this, how how thick's a concrete tile? Well, it's an inch and a half thick, right? So yeah, you're absorbing all that heat. The sun goes down, and you still have heat transfer at eleven o'clock at night. At eleven o'clock at night, um, is, or later, who knows? I, I've never done the testing. I'm sure somebody has, but. <laughs> But, um, you know, a lot of common sense goes into that thought process, whereas with metal, um, first of all, it's a thinner material, and that heat transfer goes away almost, almost immediately when the sun goes down. Um, the other part of it is, is, is metal roofs have a, a, a coating, a Kylar, Kylar uh, um, coating on top that um, they, can, they can create a reflective, uh, um, a reflective um, surface more so than a, an asphalt shingle or a concrete tile. Um, asphalt shingles, they, they'll, they'll claim that they're energy star rated because they put lighter colors in them. They put some little sparkles in them to, to reflect some heat and things like that. But, but me, me, metal roofing it is truly one of the, um, the best reflectivity. I mean, there's no R value or anything like that. Now, that said, um, if you wanted to build a system um, that maybe was up on an elevated batten, um, that created airflow down um, underneath there. You could you could literally maximize and 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 make a system that would have almost no heat transfer. Um, but most of the time, um, that's uh, that's a 
uh, exorbitant cost, if you will, and and most people steer away from that. Um, just the just the just the the makeup of the metal um, it, it performs pretty darn well. Um, and like I said, I think I think it's the I think it's the look. I think it's it's it it's it's changes the look of these houses so much it's unreal um, and it's a long term it's a 30 40 50 year system um, the lighter the color the longer it lasts I mean I think most uh, most of our um, metal coating um, or not metal coating the 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 coating on the metal has a um, warranty of uh, 50 years some of them last longer than that but 50 years is a long long time <laughs> for to be for, sitting out um, in the Arizona sun. In, in Arizona sun, yeah, yep. yeah. And so. by the time that fifty years comes, there could be a process you could apply that coating. And right now, it's a manufacturing process that's done in a plant. You can't go do on top of the home, but right. who knows what in fifty years right. you could have that could extend that another fifty years. A absolutely, I'm, and, and I'm and I'm absolutely sure that that's going to happen. Um, and, and I think there's there's some promises out there with you know, certain coatings and, manu and, and paint manufacturers that say that can be done. Um, and, and I think it probably can be done. Um, and and um, I, I think that's probably not cost effective on most residential homes, but I know it's, it's being done on commercial buildings where it's, it's a couple million dollars worth of metal versus, you know, $20,000 worth of metal. So, so yes, that, um, that's going to change a lot in the next, you know, 10 years, 20 years. And with metal, I'm sure that's like everything else has had its price increases, mm -hmm. um, this year, but supply wise, a lot of it, <clears throat> I may be wrong, but we're not pulling it in from out of country. A lot of that's still made right here in America. So you're, haven't had uh, some of the issues on the supply side of metal that other roofing products may have run into in the last year. Two yeah, years. that's and that's that's an extremely good point. Um, we we have lead times on um, well, it's it changes once a week. I mean, our industry <laughs> um, is is like a lot of other industries. Um, again, I've been doing this for a long, long time, and I've never had to tell customers things like we have a twelve week late lead time. Um, for tile, for example, um, availability. Sometimes we can't even get a shingle for six or eight weeks. Metal, for the most part, um, is available almost immediately. Um, it's the manufacturing process that may may take three to four weeks um, to you know the, the cutting of the materials and all that. And those lead times you're talking about, you know, you could get a huge tornado or a hailstorm somewhere in the country that rips off hundreds of thousands of roofs and completely changes that lead time again. I, pick, I figure I play some metal. Oh, I was trying to figure out I, we've never played Metallica on the broadcast. I'm like, what's his tie in? Metal roofing, metal Metallica roofing. metal. Yeah. Got it. Nice. <laughs> well done. Uh, they used to uh, play this when we would uh, come out of the locker room before a wrestling meet. Oh, yeah. And <laughs> that, it, was a, that was a flashback right there. You ever watch a Virginia Tech came, uh, home game? Yeah. 
stop what you're doing and watch how they, they enter with this song, but the whole stadium, right. you've got kids, uh, like 50,000 people jumping up and down. It's really cool. <laughs> <laughs> well, metal roofing is our on-the-house topic today, but, uh, Jim, you guys do all kinds of roofing, and a, a texter has a question here. Patricia, you can join the conversation by calling in one 767 Four three four eight, one triple eight. Rosie for you, or you can text questions to four one one nine two three. It's kind of a long question, but I think it's a good one. Okay. Uh, and this is Patricia. Various people have s- stopped by <clears throat> our home to say we have clay tiles that are missing or damaged, and they can work with our insurance company to pay for the replacement roof. How does that work? Why can't I talk to the insurance company directly? I agree. We do have some damage. The house is high in the Squaw Peak area. The roof's uh, a clay tile, 26 years old. What are your thoughts? So the first thing that comes to mind is if somebody's coming and knocking on your door, that is reminiscent of back when we had our hailstorms mm. and there's people called storm chasers and um we 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 that um live and work in the valley um probably most of us would agree that we don't we don't we don't agree with storm chasers uh storm chasers are guys are that are out um you know they're knocking on doors um they're trying to typically a lot of times, I will say, I won't say typically, I'll say a lot of times are trying to make more work out of what is actually there, okay? Um, with shingles, what they did is they'd, they'd go through and they'd, 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 they'd just they'd tell that homeowner that there was a problem, allow them on the roof, and they would, they would find things, right? And then they would take it to the insurance company and they would, they would, they would sell it to the insurance company. In my mind, it's a little bit of a scam, or it can be, not always. Um, same thing sounds like um, that would be my first thought with with Patricia. Would be I would I would I would be cautious um, uh, that somebody's knocking on the door and telling you that. Um, if the house is, I think, twenty six years old, is that what they mm-hmm. said? Um, well, they said the roof is twenty. Or the roof years is twenty six years old. I don't know if that applies to the house as well. Right. Uh, my guess is somebody's just going in, going, okay. Well, it's an older roof. It's it's probably time um, to to replace the underlayment. Uh, most likely, um, there may be some broken tiles. Um, most of the time, um, uh, insurance is going to tell them on a twenty six year old roof, especially if it's clay tile, um, it's uh, wear and tear. Uh, it's an older roof. Stuff happens. Um, uh, if if there was enough um, tile that was blown off, um, blown out of place, um, that might be an insurance claim. It it very well could be. Um, but most of the time, probably ninety five percent of the time, um, when people think it's an insurance claim with a tile roof, it's usually not. And the words are usually come back um, is wear, it's and, wear tear. and tear. It's wear and tear. So uh, my recommendation for her would be call a local licensed bonded contractor, um, get another opinion, um, and um, see where you go from there. I'm not saying it, it, it's not an insurance claim. It could be. Insurance could pay for a portion mm-hmm. of, 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 that, of your roof. Yeah. 
for sure. If 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 um if there was wind damage, then they'll cover the portion that that was wind damage. But at 26 years old, it's it's most likely time for her to start thinking about replacing her underlayment, no matter what. Right. Yeah. And most. And I don't think it hurts to call your insurance company. Mm-hmm. You know. But but I think you need something to base it on. You know, base that call on. Now you had uh, said it's time to replace your underlayment. Well. What is the underlayment? Okay. Um, so uh, tile roofs um, across the valley, and, and, I've, and, I've, and I, I need to do the, the research. If there's not thousands, there's hundreds of thousands. Romy could probably answer that question better than anybody. I, how, many, how many tile roofs are there in, in the Phoenix Metroplex? Hundreds of thousands, right? Yes. Um, yeah. So, so basically, the first and second Two, generation. Out of three million homes, you know, you're the, at well, least you half. Yeah. yeah. Okay. There you go. That's that gives me a good number. Um, so, so uh, with the first and second generation, third generation tile roofs that we started back in the '70s, we use a, a thirty-pound underlayment. Um, that thirty-pound underlayment um, was, um, I think, back in that back in those days, we thought of it as a backup to the tile. Um, we thought the tile was the waterproofer, um, like a shingle, like an asphalt shingle roof. When you see an asphalt shingle roof, um, the asphalt shingles are the, um, that's the waterproofer. That's the roof. The underlayment that's underneath there is a backup. We thought that with tile roofs 30 years ago. Well, what we found, um, with very consistent failures, um, um, across the board, that that underlayment is is a um, it's a it's it's the the it's primary, the primary it's waterproofing the primary element. waterproofing source. So um, the underlayments that we use now are are um, have been engineered to last longer, um, and um, there there's a multitude of different types of underlayments. Um, the the one that we that we don't use, um, and and I get on my soapbox um, about it is synthetics. Um, I had two examples this week of roofs that were redone. The underlayment was redone within the past 10 years, and the, and those underlayments are failing. Now, to elaborate a little bit more on this, Larry's called in, and he wants to know which underlayment is best. Larry, let me introduce you to... Cannon State. <laughs> <laughs> that's our daughter. <laughs> that's Ella. Oh, when I first heard that out, I thought, oh, that's prices. That is so precious. <laughs> we got Canyon State Roofing here to answer your question, Larry. Go ahead. <laughs> you all need to stop installing synthetic underlayments okay. under your tile roofs. I can... Larry, are you there? Larry, go ahead. Yeah, I got a question for you. I had a um, uh, roofing contractor give me an estimate on the house, and he was talking about the underlayment. And uh, I told him years ago we used 40-pound underlayment. I did a couple of shingle roofs myself there for the Midwest. But he said he could put on two layers of 40-pound underlayment, or he recommended a boral tile seal under underlayment. What What is boral tile seal, and which would Jim recommend? Okay. Um, yeah, good question, and, 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 and I deal with this every single day. And, and again, my, my first statement is and probably always will be steer away from synthetics. Okay, um, and again, I it, I may repeat myself, and it, it, it may may get old, but um, the synthetics are, are definitely off of the list. Um, we don't use thirty pounds anymore. Those are definitely off the list. Those forty pounds that you speak of are um, 
are typically what we use. Now, what you're looking for is a 40-pound that has an SBS material in there. There's and before we get to SBS, explain the pounds. What what am I? Okay. Why is that important? So it's 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 typically the thickness. It's the amount of material um, that is per hundred square feet. So a forty uh, a forty pound material is forty pounds of 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 material um, per hundred square feet. Now we typically double that, right? So that gives you an eight. That gives you eighty pounds. You typically, or not typically, you're going to want to overlap um, what we call shingle fashion. Um, it's an 18 and a half inch overlap. So to be a little more specific about those 40 pounds, now you want to make sure that it is an SBS material. Um, that means it has rubber in it. It's not an organic per se, or at least have it spelled out. Okay. So to answer to your question more specifically, you're looking for an SBS 40 pound, probably two layers. It's going to, on most houses, it's probably going to last, I mean, you get 20 and 30 year warranties. It's probably going to last with a proper install, uh, 40, 50 years. Wow. That's, that, that's unofficial. Um, but, but, uh, well, again, proper install, I would make sure that whoever you use is TRI certified. This is kind of taking us into another area, but while I got you, Larry, I, I need you to, to, to hear these things. Um, so I'm a firm believer that, you know, a high quality material really means nothing with a high quality, without a high, high quality install, right? Um, so they may promise you the world with a, with a superior underlayment, but if they're not certified, if they're not trained to properly install that, with proper installation techniques, with making sure they use hip and ridge closure, nailing patterns, those kind of things, then then that doesn't matter. So, so I think you're on the right track with the two layers of 40 pound. Make sure it's an SBS. Now, when it comes to Burrell Tile Seal, that's it's it's a great material. Um, it's a monolithic system, so it's a peel and stick, right? We typically wouldn't use that unless it's on a lower pitch roof where you have a possibility of more water intrusion underneath the tile. Um, and you don't usually see tile on low-pitched roofs either. You know, those old ranch tile, they're almost always asphalt or metal. Right, right. And there's, and there's, there's, there's guidelines. I mean, we're, t we're typically um, installing above a 312 pitch. Um, but if it's a 312 pitch, which is kind of a lower pitch, um, for most houses, most, most, most houses in Arizona are, are, are three, four, five, 12 pitch. Right. Um, but when you get in a three, 12 pitch, if it's a very uh, busy area on the roof and you're worried about that water getting underneath, then, then you may want to use that brow tile seal. The problem with brow tile seal is when it's stuck, it's stuck and it's probably stuck for good. Um, a lot of the peel and sticks that we use, if you try to peel that off, you're pulling up plywood as well. So in your replacement 20, 30 years down the road, yes. you can't apply a new surface on top. You have to take that off, and that surface is stuck to the plywood, so you got to rip your roofing deck off. That's, that's, that's uh. the general concern, yes, because I, more often than not, like I said, I've used similar materials on flat roofs, and you try to pull that stuff off, and it's, and it's stuck. Um, now, now, again, you may have the mindset, well, it's 30, 40 years down the road. What do I care? Well, <laughs> I, I, I care, you know, when you can mechanically attach something 
like two layers of a 40 pound or two two layers of, for example, a TU-43, um, you can mechanically attach that, get the same performance or mostly the same performance. Um, and, 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 and the price is probably a little bit less too. Now, let me ask you this. Let's say I do that peel and stick mm-hmm. and 30 years down the road, usually after that peel and stick, that's not your finish. You're putting the tile on top of that. Correct. Can I take the tile off and put metal over the top? Of that peel and stick product. Hmm. Good question. You could, you could, but part of, part of, so, (laughs) so that's, that's a, there's a couple of ways to answer that question. Most of the time when we, um, either do shingles or, or, or tile or whatever, and we're pulling, um, we're, and we're, and we're replacing that underlayment, um, we're pulling off the old underlayment, right? Um, uh, and the reason we're pulling off the old un- underlayment is mostly so we can see. Well, we can see, can see the decking underneath. The decking, and right? Inspect that, right? If you and, and and you being in general construction, I mean, we want to be able to see it. We want to replace it at that time, right? Um, so, so the answer is yes. Um, you could go over the top if it's in decent shape. There's probably nothing wrong with that. Um, so that's not a bad, that's not a bad, um, way to approach it. Yeah. Yeah. But it, but, but again, if it's not, if it's not in good shape and if 40 years from now, that's that deteriorated bad enough, it has to come off. You're back into that whole plywood thing. Not, not a best practice situation. Probably. Yes. Got a roof over my head. Someone to love me in a four poster bed and I can play this ear guitar. Got a roof over my head. And I've got a question on metal roofing we're going to get to in a second, but you had mentioned two technical things, and I think a lot of homeowners probably um, understand this, but just for the sake of being thorough in education, which is what we are here for, what is, you were talking about the roof pitch, 310, 410, 510. What, what does that mean to the homeowner? Okay. So, so the the roof pitch is 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 a calculation. Um, most of us we can look at it and just you've done it know, long enough. We, you yeah, can we, get, we, yeah, we know what they are, and and it's relevant because um, because certain materials can't go on a lower pitch roof. Um, nailing patterns change on different pitches. Um, uh, the pitch is the angle um, of the roof. Um, the the definition is for every uh, so so for example a 412 pitch so for every 12 inches of run for 12 inches of distance four inches of rise so if you measure into your roof um, at a at a at a level uh, now I'm getting off if you measure in 12 inches at a at a at a flat um, um, surface. A surface. If you have um, a three inch, uh, three inches difference between the beginning and the end, that's a three inch, or a three to three twelve pitch. It's your rise over run. It's your rise over run. That's correct. And then you're talking about the pounds. You know, it's forty pound per hundred square feet. Well, that hundred square feet is very significant. That's mm-hmm. a ten by ten square 
which is what the whole roofing world is measured in when you're ordering your material. It is for the most part. Yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah, we, we almost always refer to squares. Um, sometimes you'll, you know, break it down into, 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 you know, square feet. Uh, but for the most part, yeah, it's, it's squares and it's, it's relevant because, um, I think, um, a lot of homeowners, um, have a, um, uh, perception of the size of their house. They, you know, some people, they've got online calculators. And so, and, you know, so you go and you, you type in your information and how many square feet is your, um, you, you know, your, your house. Well, it's 1,200 square feet. Most of the time, um, if a footprint is 1,200 square feet, that's a 20-square house or a 25-square house. Meaning 2,500 square feet of roofing material. Correct. Right. So what your what what the what the difference is is usually well first of all if you have a 1200 square foot house they are not taking in consideration maybe a garage or a storage room or things like that um, the other thing is is the overhangs um, the overhang uh, of the, the the trusses from the wall to the to the eave sometimes it's two inches or you know sometimes it's a little short one but most of our houses have two foot overhangs. So you add all that up. Plus, then you add the pitch. The pitch is a um, has a calculator um, um, a number to it too. So it usually adds a 1.12 um, uh, calculator um, percentage to it. So, so you can't call and say I've got a 1,200 square foot house. How, you know how much per square foot? Well, if you go off of the square footage of the house, the roofing contractor gets there, calculates the pitch, calculates the eaves, calculates mm-hmm. the patio, and you know, your price is 75, 80% more than what you had already settled in your mind because yeah. you were going off of the yeah, square foot of the home, not the squares of the roof. Right. And you've, yeah, you're now, now you're mad at the contractor because you think you're, he's, <laughs> he's, he's trying, to, trying to stick day. it to you. Well, you know, and, and, and honestly, that's, and that's a, that's a, that's a good point. That's a little bit of a segue into something I, 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 I we're firm believers in, in education and talking to the customers and being pretty, open about what we're doing and why we're doing it. Um, I am not opposed. Most contractors now are using a measurement, a satellite measurement, right? Um, we still do hand measurements and things like that, but uh, most of us are doing some sort of an eagle view or, or, you know, something from a satellite. I'm not opposed to showing a customer what that is. I mean, this is, this is what we're basing this off of. So if there's a question, then um, just ask. I'm more than happy to explain this in person and, 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 and why. You know why, and why we need a ten percent or fifteen percent waste factor on top of that. Um, you know why tile roofs, for example. Why why are we spending an extra, um, you know, thousand dollars or whatever for tile? And real quick, we've got just uh, under a minute. Time flies here. Wow. Uh, Texter wants to know what your thoughts are as it relates to metal roof as a fire prevention. They're considering it for their home in Pine Top. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think as far as, um, as for, I can't speak specifically to insurance and, and what, uh, what they say, but, um, yeah, if you have a choice, um, it's definitely, um, the best fire resistant, um, material you can use. Um, certainly shakes out of question. <laughs> forget that. Um, asphalt shingles have a, um, have a certain rating to them. Um, but nothing compared to a metal. All right. Canyon State Roofing with Jim McLean, uh, Robin Charlin. Thanks for spending your Saturday morning with us. Canyon State Roofing.